Look How Sane and Linear We Are Being is a Homestuck fan analysis podcast and is not affiliated with Andrew Hussey, Viz Media, What Pumpkin Studios, or any of Homestuck's official entities. Please remember to support the release of its books and merchandise whenever possible. Feel free to read along with us. If you have epilepsy or any other light-sensitive disabilities or disorders, we suggest you stick to the audio. This show is not safe for work, and if you're a minor, we ask that you wait to listen until you're old enough to vote for our clown juggalo overlords. It's time to go to hell. Hi, I'm Elizabeth. And I'm also Elizabeth. And welcome to our podcast, Look How Sane and Linear We Are Being, a Homestuck fancast in this, the year of our Lord, 2018. Elizabeth? Yes? I think you've stolen my name. No, no, see, I think you've stolen my name. No, see, here's the thing. I think you've stolen my name. And I'm not super okay with that. Oh, well, see, we're going to have to get this figured out right now before we even start this whole shebang, because this seems like a serious conflict of interest. Yeah, I didn't think your name would be Elizabeth when I signed up to do this. I'm going to have to talk to my manager about that. Well, I'm going to have to talk to my lawyer, so we'll, we'll see about that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think to make it easier on literally everyone else on the planet, I think you can call me Lizzie, which is a shortened form of Elizabeth that some people take. That's true. And then you can just call me Elizabeth because I'm obviously the original. Now, and also now, then it'll help people differentiate. Now, wait a minute. Us. That's yes. not true. I know for a fact that I am older than you, and smarter than you, and a lot funnier than you. Okay. And, um, I'm okay, actually- Okay, wait, wait, wait. What? The, the first fun, maybe, is an objective fact, so can't really argue with you there. The second and third ones, I think, um, are up for debate, I would say. Well, how about you introduce yourself and your background with Homestuck? so that we can actually rank the Elizabeth here. And I think you'll find that I am the best one. Mmm. Well, that depends on your, well, your standards here, because I, Elizabeth, have never read Homestuck, so... Why are you here? (laughs) Now, that's that's a very interesting question, isn't it? Yeah, I asked Mm. you that question. (laughs) Why am I here? Uh, Well, I've heard a lot about Homestuck, and I've, I've seen a lot about Homestuck around, it seems interesting, oh, n- to say the least. Now, wait a minute. Are, are you saying Homestuck is a bad webcomic? No, of course not. I, I, have, I have no way of knowing that because I've never read it. You're a fresh slate. I am. Mostly. You know. Mostly. There, I, I, I know I know a few things. I'm, oh. I'm not a complete... I, you, you can't be on the internet without knowing about everyone's favorite anime, Homestuck. Exactly. Yeah, it, it's everybody's favorite anime. Um, like, right up next to, like, the Kill oh, Kills yes. and the, uh, the Dragon Balls. And the Naruto's. And the Naruto's. Don't forget the Naruto's. Exactly. <laughs> 
So you've really never read Homestuck, and you're on a Homestuck podcast in the year of our Lord 2018. I really have never read Homestuck. Beautiful. Not a single panel, page, any one of those. Now that's a lie, because I did send you a panel of the Sweet Bro and Hella Jeff comic once. Hmm. Doesn't ring any bells, but you're probably right. That's one half of our podcast not knowing anything about Homestuck. I guess we have to pack up and stop this. Yeah, you know, this this really isn't going to work out. It's not like this is a podcast where we read Homestuck. So oh, wait really, a minute. my knowledge of it. Uh, wait a minute. Actually, I, my plans for this podcast were that we would read Homestuck. Oh, well. I'm not, I'm not, I am not going to start in a 320 page analysis of Terezi's character arc without like telling you what's actually going to happen in Homestuck. Right. I knew that all along. And as for me, as for you, what what's your background um, in what's your background in Homestuck, yeah, Lizzie? Tell tell well, our tell our listeners what your background in Homestuck well, is. Well, I have a <laughs> I have a I have a cockatiel named after a Homestuck character. I see. So that should should tell you about how much I know about Homestuck. The thing is, I by the way, I named him when I was seventeen. So do not at me. and and i will not tell you which character it is until they show up but but yeah i know a lot about homestuck i read it when i was in high school because of my brother told me to he he was like oh you should read this comic and then i became incredibly more invested in it than he ever did and i read it from uh the cascade update all the way up until the end i've watched the end I actually fell out of it a little bit towards some of the later arcs. I did, like, tune in back for the ending, which meant that I didn't understand the ending as much. But, you know, it's Homestuck, so even people who have been following since 2009 didn't understand it. (laughs) So, yeah, I I wouldn't call myself a Homestuck scholar, but I am... I do have a bachelor's degree in Homestuck. You you have at least... Okay, a bachelor's degree. So so more than an associate's degree, but less than, like, a postgrad. Yeah, I, I feel like if you have an associate's degree in Homestuck, you dropped it when the trolls came up. <laughs> but I have a bachelor's degree in Homestuck. But I'm also the one of the few examples of a Homestuck that grew up to be just a normal member of society because I work for a marketing <laughs> firm. And we're so all so I, I am, proud. I am one of the few homestucks that are that have been released into the wild and the program has actually been working out pretty well. They I, I do have a tag on my ear, um and I've been microchipped, so they can find me if they ever want to see how I'm doing. Yeah, just to just to check in, make sure, do some do some tests, you know, you can never be too careful. They they do a test to see how I do with stairs, mm-hmm. how I do with colors, if my color recognition is okay. Uh, it's it's a few things. Now, we're going to get to reading Homestuck in a minute. We promise. But before we do, I'd like to check in with Elizabeth to see how much you actually know about Homestuck. All right, this is, this is really going to test how well I pay attention to the vast amount of internet things that sort of just exist in the periphery of my experience, of my online experience, and how much really just 
completely gets filtered out. Well, to start with, I know that there are aliens, and I think they're called trolls. Yeah. Yeah, okay. And they have gray skin and horns, I think. And at least one of them wears weird pointy sunglasses. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I I find it a little troubling that all you know about Homestuck is the trolls. Uh, Yeah, no, for real, anything prior to the trolls, I, I have no idea. It doesn't exist for me before that. The funny thing is, is that we're not actually going to get to any trolls until Act 5. See, it's all this big... It's this void? So there's like a whole section of Homestuck that you don't know what happened. There's a void. There's a void. There, there's there's this huge void, void and you just don't know it. It's like no man's land. You just don't know right. what's there. It's uncharted territory. It is. It must be very exciting for you to go on this voyage. Oh, it's it's very exciting. Mildly terrifying in that way where you um you get on like a cruise ship and it looks slightly intimidating and you think, hmm, this could be a really really fun time, or, you know, I could get food poisoning, or possibly uh, we could hit an iceberg and sink. Also a Um, possibility. And Vriska is there. And Vriska is there. I have heard about Vriska. Um, What have you heard about Vriska? I need to know. I've, I've heard that she's a very controversial figure. Yep. Yeah. And... Vriska did nothing wrong. Hmm. Hmm. Friska did nothing wrong. Yes, um, yes, I know that. She's I know that. An absolute phrase. joy. I know. I know the phrase. Friska did nothing wrong. And now that I think about it, that's pretty much all I know about her. I think she may have killed and or wounded some people. Yep. Yeah, that's, that's, that's she, it. She, she definitely <laughs> uh, did some bad things that we will get to. Elizabeth, can you name one of the human characters? One of the human characters. Ooh, that's, that's tricky. Um, I need first and last name. Uh, it does not work if you just oh, give me first Oh, oh, that's much harder. John? Mm, yeah, that is, that is one half hmm. of it. Hmm. I, I'm the, the second half of his name starts with a kind of produce. A kind of produce. Uh oh. Wait, no, I know this. I can oh, do yeah? this. Oh. I can ace this test. Um Are John a-, a-, a I'm going to go with Egbert, but that doesn't sound right. Yeah! Oh my gosh! Here we go! You got one! I did it. Everyone applaud me in the privacy of your own homes as you're listening to this. I came up with a human name. Yeah. You got one. One out of eight, I think. There are eight human characters? Oh, yeah. Four of them don't come until, like, way later, though. Four of them don't come until after the trolls. Oh. Uh, Well, that's only... You only have to worry about four for right now. Okay, well, that's uh, not as bad as, as I was expecting. I... Have I know twenty five percent? Well, 
Elizabeth, you're about to know 100% of the characters because I think it's time that we start reading. I think so too. Everyone just bow your heads for a moment and and say a little prayer for me um, because these are my last moments where I can say I have never read Homestuck. I have I have clung to this for oh, this is beautiful. many, many months. It seemed as if all of the universe was was attempting to get me to read Homestuck, and I, I I was determined that I never would. And here we are. So you know, it's kind of it's it's a little it's a it's a little sad in a way. You know, Elizabeth. Here's the the saddest part. Once you read Homestuck, you've technically made a pact with some some form of devil, and you can never get into heaven anymore. Oh, well, you know, that's that's a dang shame. That's a dang shame right there. Yeah, well... The best you can hope for is, like, purgatory, mm-hmm. but you just can't get into heaven anymore. That's just how it's gonna have to go, because, um, you know, this this is what we're doing. The things I sacrifice for this podcast. Be grateful, everyone. All right, so I think it's about time that we uh, we send Elizabeth to hell, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yep, let's, let's do it's this It's time thing. for you to go to hell forever. Well, maybe not forever, but definitely for the next however long it takes to get us through 8,000 pages of, of webcomic. Oh yeah, this is a really long one. Y- you know, it's good. Lots of, lots of content to discuss. Oh, maybe too much. Maybe. Anyway, let's get into reading this stuff. <laughs> All right, everybody, and now it's time for the mini-game of the podcast. (laughs) The what? Oh, I didn't tell you we were doing this. I thought it would be fun if we had a mini-game in the middle of the podcast uh, to test your Homestuck trivia and other uh, various things that we could do. I did actually come up with five different mini-games we could do. I will have more of them later on, but I think five is a good starting number that we can just kind of latch on to for now. Elizabeth, I did send you a link for uh, all of these games that we are going to choose one at random. Do you want to tell the folks at home what games are in store for you? I sure do, because this is is a very exciting uh, little list here. We have Troll Jeopardy! Image description, music appreciation, true or false, and my personal favorite, Hussie's fixations. So, yeah, those are all pretty good games. I'm not going to actually say the descriptions of all of the games right now. I'll just have them pop up when we get to mm-hmm. them. Uh, Sounds good. For the surprise of it, because this is going to be a fun time. So, um, basically what's going to happen is that all of these games are based around me trying to get Elizabeth to put her foot as far up her mouth as <laughs> I can get it. Um, <laughs> Terrifying! Because she knows nothing about Homestuck, and I know a lot about Homestuck. Yep. We'll see how this goes. <laughs> I'm, I'm, my guess is that I'm going to... Can you lose mini games? I think probably. If you can't, I'll be the first one to do so. So, 
Well, I, I haven't really thought of a, of a win-loss scenario for any of them, except for Troll Jeopardy. Troll Jeopardy is the special one. The rest of them are just, you know, fun things that we're going to do. I'm not going to send you to hell twice. Oh. Uh, I feel like that would be very mean as a host. Yeah, you know, one hell is enough. But anyway, Elizabeth, why don't you go ahead and spin that wheel and tell us what game we're playing today? All right. And... The winner is Music Appreciation. All right, Music Appreciation is a really good one. Music Appreciation is a game where I list three real song titles from any of Homestuck's music albums and mix them with two false song titles of my own creation. And Elizabeth has to tell me which tracks are the ones I made up. Oh no. All right. <laughs> All right, so I do have a, a bunch of these lists up, and I want to see which one I want to pull up today. Let's go with uh, let's go with this one. So here are the five titles. I will repeat these, but I just want to save them just the first five out right All now. All right, I'm listening. Uh, we have opaque erythrocyte, liquid necrosity, potential verdancy, tribal ebonpire. And obfuscative tendencies. Three of those are real, and two of those are fake. Hmm. Well, those are some... Those are... Those sure are words. Now, Elizabeth, you are a linguist. I think you should know what those all mean. <laughs> That's not what a linguist does, but I... I'm... <laughs> and even if it was, I'm not convinced that all of those are real words. Some of them are, but there are a couple there that that I have my doubts about. Erythrocyte is a word. It's the scientific word for blood. Oh, well, that's that's fascinating and mildly terrifying. Yeah, can I just have that that good good list? Yeah, we have opaque erythrocyte, liquid necrosity, potential verdancy. Tribal Ebonpire, and Obfuscative Tendencies. All right, I have a guess. I have an answer that is a guess. To which are which one of the fake ones? Yes. I, I think that the fake ones are number two and number three. So you think Liquid Necrosity and Potential Verdancy are fake? Yes, that is... Is that your final answer? Yes! Yes, that is my final answer. Elizabeth, you are dead wrong. <laughs> Both of those are Homestuck tracks. No! <laughs> the, uh, the fake ones were opaque erythrocyte and obfuscative tendencies. Oh, you, you got me with the last one. Those were one. the ones that I made up all by myself. Mm. Mm. Liquid Necrosity is uh, from the Midnight Crew Drawing Dead album. Potential Verdancy is from Volume 1 through 4, and Tribal Ebonpire is from Volume 6, Air Transparent. Fascinating. And they are all, wow. I mean, they were all Homestuck tracks. Wow, that was, that was zero out of, is that zero out of five or zero out of two? Either way, That it is was, zero out of five. <laughs> that, well, that was, yeah, that was definitely zero. Yeah, you, you really messed that one up, Elizabeth. Yeah, I may know some things, but not those, apparently. 
at all. And Elizabeth, do you know what your punishment is? Do I want to know? Your punishment is that it's time to read more Homestuck. <laughs> oh, fantastic. I get to descend further into hell. Yay. <laughs> all right, everybody. Thanks for coming to this week's mini game. We'll see you on the next one. See you then. Oh, God. If we're still around. So, we just got back from reading 82 pages of Homestuck. That we did. It's official. Yep. So, Elizabeth, what are your first reactions to Homestuck? Honestly, my first reactions are a very, um, it's, it reminds me a lot of being 13. I'm pretty sure I have a file around somewhere that has a, uh, it has the chat kind of aspect to it. You know, it has the kind of, oh, what a boring day kind of feel. It's, 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 this is a very accurate representation. Now, wait a minute. Yeah. Are you, are you saying that you, you think Homestuck is being presented as a 13-year-old's fan fiction? Hmm. I'm not saying it's not. Just take that in. Just take that in. <laughs> That's good, because that means you get to uh, keep your life, and hordes of Homestuck fans won't try and kill you now. Well... That's good. That's that's a relief, I think. Elizabeth, do you want to talk about how you... You didn't lose your shit over any jokes, except for when you realized that John didn't have a nose <laughs> or nostrils. Yeah. Uh-huh. It wasn't so much that I realized he didn't have a nose, as that I realized that somehow the, the, the disguise nose... Gave him nostrils. Yes. That was what did it for me. <laughs> See, I mean, Homestuck characters don't always have all of their body parts on their person. Yes, evidently. They can get them temporarily for certain scenes, but you will often see that they don't have noses. What other things? Or arms. Yeah, arms are the big one. They made a lot of jokes about arms. They did. It was a lot of arm-related humor. So I, I also find it fascinating um, how John managed to knock over the urn. Oh, yeah. Without hands. <laughs> <laughs> Not sure how he managed that, but he, he sure did. The thing about Homestuck is that they do have hands, Elizabeth. You just don't see them. They are retractable, like the claws of a cat. I don't like that. <laughs> you don't like that. <laughs> I don't like that. Also, wasn't it established in, like, the second page that he does not have hands, which is why we had to put the cake on the bed for him? Now... That does touch on one thing. Early Homestuck is kind of weird in how they rely on those abstractions because at the very beginning of Homestuck, the the prompts that they use at to get us to the next page, you know, where it would say, like, capsulize this thing or uh, put that other thing in your Silidex. When it did that, that those were actually fan-submitted texts. Really? Uh, so Andrew Hussey was actually writing around submissions. And I don't actually know 
the specific point where he stopped doing that, but I know we are in the point where he does do that. So it was very much set up in this way of you're controlling this in a video game. So was John Egbert a fan-submitted name? I don't believe it was. Zeusmel Poop Lord absolutely was. Oh, it just has that fan fan stink on it, you know? By the way, John Egbert could absolutely be a fan-submitted name, but I just don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm... Don't at me. I, <laughs> don't, I don't need people correcting me. Don't at her. This is not an accurate podcast. It's yeah. We, we concentrate more on the analysis than on the evidence here. Here at Look How Sane. Yeah, we don't care about facts. Facts suck. Facts suck. We just we just make up our own and then analyze those. Yeah. Oh, and one other thing. What did you think of John's father so far? I think that I don't understand why John is so preoccupied with disguising himself in order to go get the game from his father. And his father seems pretty great from the evidence we've seen so far. He seems very supportive, aside from like the Harlequin obsession. But John Dwelly doesn't have a lake to stand on there. He is, you know, he has some weird <laughs> hobbies as well. His his father, from what we've seen, seems to be a fairly stand-up guy. Apparently bakes his son a lot of cakes. Yeah, we know John is well-fed. Yes. We do get the first mention of Betty Crocker in Homestuck in mm-hmm. this first batch of 80 pages. That's all I'm going to say about Betty Crocker. Yeah. Yeah, that's the... Yeah, he, he does... He, he, he does bake using... A, a Betty Crocker recipe? Not even from scratch. Just the boxes. Just the boxes. Uh... I do have one qualm with John's father, and that's the fact that he leaves a bunch of tobacco pipes laying around the house where his 13-year-old son can stick them in his mouth. He left one in his study, so... Yeah, that's the one thing I don't <laughs> really <laughs> enjoy about him as a character. <laughs> I, right now, I'm picturing... John's father as the little stick figure from the comic where he's saying, like, did you win, son? Because he seems to have a similar confusion, maybe, about John's entire person and his own sort of life situation. And also, I think that little stick figure is smoking a pipe. Getting back to John and his pranks, I do think that is a generational... No, I think I think it's like built into his genetics because his grandmother died from yes. a joke book apparently clobbering her in the head and his father is very obsessed with harlequins. It's a, it's definitely um it's definitely genetic this preoccupation with sort of humor and pranks and jokes and japes as Sassaker would say uh Yeah. Definitely just, japes. Just a real jape-heavy family here. <laughs> Elizabeth, what do you think of Zoo Smell Poop Lord <laughs> as a character? Uh, I'm, I'm personally grateful that we did not, in fact, get Zoo Smell Poop Lord. Just, just personally speaking. 
I appreciate that. Do you do you have a problem with the name Zeus Mel Poop Lord? I you know what? I do. Oh, okay. Uh, I hate to say it. Yeah, it's not my it's not one of my preferred names. It's not something I would name a child or a pet or really or even a stuffed animal, I would say. It's just really not a name that I prefer. Well, that's too bad because the name of my cockatiel is actually Zeus Poop Lord. <laughs> I named him when I was 17, of course. Uh, no, that is not the name of my cockatiel. Uh, that will, that is a secret for later. As a, as a person, do you think John is a good character just by what you've seen so far? Um, as in, is he a good character or as in, do I like him? Um, both answers separately. I would say, uh, no and no, if I'm being truly and deeply honest. No, for both of them. For both of them, yeah. Oh. Um. He, he. Well, you know, he has a. He has a certain. He has a certain character. Build. What would you say that build is? It's the build of a thirteen-year-old boy who, simultaneously, is extremely arrogant and also very mm, self deprecating maybe a little and he thinks he's way funnier than he actually is well elizabeth that's all 13 year old boys i was gonna say that's that's yeah. true i mean nothing nothing wrong with kids no of course not but you know you, you're not a fully formed person yet they they do need some time on the earth before they understand what a personality is Sorry, 13-year-old boys that are listening to this podcast. We have nothing against you. We were 13 years old once um, and are no longer. Thank goodness. God, I hated being 13. Man, 13 was the worst. God, like, there, it's no wonder that there's so many stereotypes of, like, teenagers being surly because it sucks being a teenager, it, like, absolutely. It does, and sometimes that suckage manifests as... You deal with it with arm-related humor and with disguises and with uh, video games. You know, everybody had a disguise-yourself constantly phase in high school. That's just something every kid goes through. Um, it's completely normal and parents just shouldn't even acknowledge it. Mm -hmm. It should blow over in maybe like a year or ten and everything will be fine. The thing is, if they don't take the disguise off after the that 10-year mark, and then it, you know, it it goes from a disguise to to just who they are. Yeah, at that point, your child is just a furry and you kind of have to deal with it. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's 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 a <laughs> difficult transition there. They're either a furry or an Oscar-nominated actor. Um and it's really like a coin toss. Statistically speaking, it's more morally acceptable to be a furry, I would say. Um, you should prefer that your you child be a furry. Yeah. Yeah, I if if I had a if I had a child and it turned out that they were a furry, I would accept that more than them being an Oscar nominated yeah. actor or winning. Yeah. <laughs> you are less likely to go to jail if you're a furry. You wouldn't think that, but that's just how it works out. It is. Parents, be grateful and never encourage your child 
to go to film school. That's the moral of that story. Exactly. Now, John did talk to two other children in yes. the 80 pages we read. Yes. Uh, Pester and then the, his, his, his Pester chums. Yeah, his Pester chums, which is like the Skype of this story. Oh, or the Discord, I guess. Is no, no, the... it's the... Lizzie, it's the IRC. There wasn't Discord back then. There was IRC. This is 2009. (laughs) Skype existed in 2009. Skype did exist in 2009. But in my internet experience, we we all chatted using IRC because there were easy username changes and and all of that all of that fun stuff there was the thing where if you just started with a verb it looked like you were doing something in the third person fun times now actually somebody did program a working pester chum back in the day of course they did and a, f- a few of my friends and I actually did my my homestuck friends uh-huh. in high school we actually did use it I actually did a really horrible thing on Pester Chum when I was a, a teenager. I uh, made a few fake accounts on Pester Chum. Oh no! And I uh, made up, I made up troll typing quirks. Oh no! And I, <laughs> what I did was I I messaged some of my friends and I pretended to be a. Uh, uh, a Homestuck troll that was not in Homestuck. It was, uh-huh. I guess, an original character. Uh-huh. Um, I was, I, at the time I was like, this is ironic and I'm doing this ironically, but I don't know how ironic <laughs> it, it actually was. How ironic can you be? But I had, um, I had one of my friends almost completely convinced, <laughs> not, I don't think I had convinced them that I was a troll because that would be dumb. Right. Uh, but I did convince them that the person who ran this troll account was not me. Right. Um, which was what I really wanted. Right. Um, so I, uh, by the way, uh, if you're, if you know who you are and you're listening to this, I guess, sorry <laughs> that I did that. <laughs> we all do stupid shit when we're teenagers. We were all 16. Yeah. So I think I did that when I was 15. I don't know. I don't remember the exact age I was when I read Homestuck. Of the two chums that we met today, which one did you enjoy the most? I think I enjoyed the second one, the the tentacle uh, therapist. Tentacle therapist? Yeah, tentacle therapist. Yeah. The um, one with the purple text. Yes, the one with the purple you, text. You didn't, you didn't enjoy Turn Tech Godhead. I didn't not enjoy him he seemed interesting. What is your... Is, he was, seemed, like, on the scale... Okay, on the scale of, like... On the scale of Dickory. Like, I'm going to say that he was he was the highest, and then John was, like, the next. And then, like, Tentacle Therapist was, like, less. So, of ones that you've tolerated, which right? Which I think... Of the... Right, right. So, like, you tolerate red text the least and purple text the most yeah yeah exactly that's okay. a that's a good that's a good way of that's, putting it elizabeth that's actually very valid of you to say oh i'm glad was there was there i do have to ask was there a certain line of dialogue or anything that made you say nope i don't like turn tech godhead um hmm 
there there wasn't really one that stood out. I, w I think it was just a general... Really? Not even the little monster's piss thing? <laughs> you know... That, that didn't make you go, nope, this dude's crazy. <laughs> you know... It's a... I, I set the I think I set the bar pretty high in terms of what to expect piss wise, say. You didn't you didn't think they'd get into piss jokes this early into homestead. Listen, John's thirteen. You make a lot of piss jokes when you're thirteen, and so do your friends. Okay. So So here Yeah. I have a hypothesis. Hit me. And that is that you dislike you dislike John and a TG specifically because they have made excretion-based jokes. Uh, for example, the, the piss thing and also the, the shit on the desk thing that John tried to do that one time. Admittedly, that was, was a, a, a turnoff for me from his character as a whole, which is too bad because, you know, it's pretty early on, little bit, little bit early on for that. So that was, that was about the point where you said, no, fuck John. <laughs> yeah, I think that was my fuck John moment and it all sort of went downhill from there. So you like tentacle therapists because they, they've done the bare minimum <laughs> to not fuck up. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm going with. Also, they can see through John's bullshit, which I appreciate, even though John doesn't seem to believe that they can see through his bullshit. I do, I, I will knock them down a peg or two for being, what was it they said, uh, something about being, a, like, attracted to insufferable... Some oh, attracted to insufferable pricks. Yes! Here's the... The thing is, that was sarcasm. <laughs> I do want you to know that uh, pretty much 60 to 70% of what Tentacle Therapist says is actually sarcasm. You know what? That's not only valid, but I feel like is probably the only way to deal with John. Yeah. Well, once again, they're 13. Right. You know, sarcasm is your only weapon. I feel like a 13-year-old presented with these two kids as friends would absolutely turn to sarcasm to cope because the only other thing they could have done was drugs. And you can't let kids do drugs, so you have to let them do sarcasm. Definitely a coping mechanism. Don't do sarcasm. Not even once. You know, if you do sarcasm- Especially don't do drugs, though. Yeah, especially don't do- don't do drugs, kids. <laughs> if there's any kids listening to this, don't do drugs. But you know, sarcasm is pretty dangerous, too. You- you're sarcastic once, and then, you know, you go through high school being sarcastic, and the next thing you know, you're creating a Homestuck fan cast oh. as, you know, like an adult, and that's- that's the result of sarcasm. Right. Just want everyone to know. Hey, Elizabeth, uh, I think we fucked up just every decision that led up to this moment. Where we really just beefed it there and made a made a wrong turn. We really fucked up. Yeah, and now here we are. We've foisted this monstrosity onto countless, countless innocents. And it's not even like when they look up the podcast it'll be good because first episodes are never good. No, first episodes are 
never good. Just in the same way as uh, you when you're 13 aren't good. Like this, yeah. the, the first episode of a podcast is the equivalent to middle school Of being age. 13. Right. Being 13. You're sort of trying some things out and nothing's really working and you, you have some friends in there with you and you're just sort of surviving as long as you can before everything just goes up in flames. Yeah, and somebody's always peeing in apple juice. Yes, that is happening pretty much on a constant minute-to-minute, um, even second-to-second, I would say, basis. Um, just someone always... Oh, yeah, they've got, like, an assembly line. Yeah. Uh, there, there's, like, this uh, this crazy assembly line, and they reseal the bottles. Like, it's not even that they have to reseal the bottles. It's that they don't even put apple juice in the bottles in the first place. It's just piss. It's all, it's piss all the way down. It's piss all the way down. <laughs> <laughs> what was the, I, I think we're close to the end of this 80 page analysis because, uh, you know, we've, we've covered, there's not a lot to cover in Homestuck in the beginning. Right. It's pretty simple, pretty straightforward. Was there perhaps like a favorite moment you had? Or maybe a, a least favorite moment you've had. Both of those I would like to hear from you. Both of those. Favorite moment and least favorite moment. Favorite favorite moment was the uh was the nostril moment, I think. I I did I did appreciate that. Although I also I also liked the moment when John opened the box and there was just like a big harlequin doll larger than life inside i i i did like that in in the sort of like i don't know what i was expecting kind of way those are two good ones those are good ones see least favorite moment hmm see that's hard to say it's 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 all a blur any any moment where oh i i know um i think my least favorite moment was when john was talking to tentacle therapist and they were saying oh john i bet you have one of your disguises on right now and he was like no of course i don't anyway i'm going to go down and get the game from my dad and then he just said haha i had one of the disguises on the whole time wait a minute that's your least favorite part <laughs> I thought you liked a uh, tentacle therapist because they I they called John out on his bullshit. I thought that was the entire reason you liked that character. No, see, I do. I do. I do. The the thing I don't like about that moment is John's just complete and total I don't know whether it's whether he just honestly thinks he fooled tentacle therapist or he's just being a shit but like it just it you know it didn't quite land for me you know what elizabeth that's what i'm gonna say didn't quite land i have a big feeling yeah that you're gonna fucking hate homestuck (laughs) i kind of hope i do (laughs) all right everyone that's gonna do it 
for the first episode of our Homestuck fan analysis podcast in the year of our Lord 2018. Um, <laughs> Goodness gracious. Uh, thanks for staying with us through this first episode. Um, we swear it'll get better. It's going to be a wild ride. It will. It will get better as Homestuck gets better. Um, fingers crossed. Uh, Bold of you to assume that Homestuck gets better. <laughs> well, it'll it'll certainly get Ooh. something. All right, everyone. That's all of the Homestuck we have for today. We read through pages 1 through 82. You can read along with us on Homestuck.com, as always. If you need an accessible version of Homestuck, we have links to all accessible versions on our Tumblr blog. Uh, look how sane, no spaces, including the version with image descriptions. And uh, if you need an audiobook version of Homestuck, that is also linked. Also on our Tumblr blog are all of the episodes of Look How Sane and Linear We Are Being, along with the transcripts that I write. Uh, those are all linked. And if you have any questions, you can uh, contact us on our Twitter, at HowSane. Uh, if you just have any questions, if you have any fun mini games you want to send to me to put elizabeth through the ringer absolutely uh and that's at how underscore sane also thanks to my brother john michael for writing our kick-ass theme music oh yeah that's it's such a good track and until until next time remember riska did nothing wrong wait a minute elizabeth you know what that means right bye everyone what